here's my hope tonight. Here's my hope. My hope tonight is if you don't know Jesus, tonight you really make a decision to follow him. That's my choice. Listen to me. At the end of the sermon, I'm going to talk for the next 27 minutes. At the end of the sermon, I'm going to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. Many of us have said, if you've ever said yes to Jesus, can you raise your hand? Have you ever made that salvation prayer? Awesome. Put your hand down. Those of us who have it, man, we're going to give you an opportunity at the end of tonight to say yes to Jesus. Amen. We're in the middle of a sermon series called Moving Into More. And, oh, man, we've just been having the time of our lives in this series. We've seen God move in amazing ways. We've broken records of attendance, broken record of guests, broken records of salvations. It's really been a prophetic sermon series, hasn't it, right? Anybody feel like they're moving into more? Anybody in this place? Amen, amen. I want to jump into the book of Psalms. Um, if you don't have a Bible, I want you to lean into the person next to you. Uh, Psalms chapter 27. It's not on the screen, so you really want to pull it up. It's not on the screens. We're going to read it the whole way through. Um, Psalms 27. It's not on the screen. <laughs> I feel like, yes, it is. Psalm 27. Come on, lean in the person next to you. I'm going to get ready to preach. Lean to the person next to you. Psalm 27. If you have it, say amen. Uh, it, it, it's, the book, it's the book after the book of Job, and it's right before Proverbs. All right, so it's like in between those two books in the Old Testament. So it's towards the beginning of the Bible. It's in the Old Testament in between Job and Proverbs. It's the book of Psalms, chapter 27. I want you to highlight it, put a finger on it, and look at me. Highlight it, put a finger on it, look at me. Amen. Amen. Here's my title. I'm going to give you the title of tonight uh, because many of us, many of us have been walking and we're believing in God. But the thing is, is that the enemy knows about a power that is tucked inside of you. Can I get an amen tonight? Tonight's going to be way better if you're talking back to me. I'm from, I was born up north, raised down south. Come on, somebody. Southern church. Notice I said southern and not southern. Amen. So if you yell at me, amen, come on, boy, preacher, boy, come on, dog. I'm going to just keep going. I'm going to get crazier, all right? So let's get there together. Amen. Amen. There we go. The title of this sermon is I Want More. Somebody say, I want more. Somebody say it like you believe it. I want more. Look at the pretty person next to you and say, do you really want more? Look at someone else and say, do you really want it? Oh, my God, I want more of God. I want more of blessings in my life. I need more presence in my life. I need more revelation in my life. I need more of the Holy Spirit in my life. I need more of God in my life. See, see more, listen, wanting, somebody say want. You have things that you want. Amen? And here's the thing. Society, the world, the enemy, the devil, he understands that you have this thing called want. Can I tell you that God built you and designed you? And after, right before he placed you on this earth, right before you were born, you know what he did? As he was shaping you in your mother's womb, he took his only finger's thumb thumb huge thumb finger right he sticks it right through you and he pokes a hole in you right and, and here's why he did that here's why he did that now this is me just you know it's not in the bible but I'm just with you right you guys with me in the analogy so he pokes and I was like what verse is that it's not a verse he pokes a hole in you and you know what he does he creates a hole in you that only he can fill he gave you this want like you wake up with this want some of you guys you you stumbled in here tonight 
and you didn't know you wanted God until God showed up in your life. You have this want, and the enemy understands that you have this want in your life. So what does he do? He presents things to fill that hole. He presents things in your life to only cover it but not complete it, to only fill it for a moment but not everlasting filling in your life. It won't happen. So the enemy knows that. And, and, and listen, what will keep you in church is keep if you keep on wanting more. Like, man, Tuesday night was awesome, but I cannot wait for Sunday. And I cannot wait to jump into Osceola High School with faith, with my friends, and to worship God. I want more presence in this place. Come on, Tuesday night, I was all right, worship. I know Sunday is going to be better. Come on, Tuesday night was a great word. I know Sunday is going to be better. The only thing better than this week is next week. The only thing better than today is tomorrow. Why? Because I am not stagnant. I am not comfortable. I am not where I'm supposed to be. I'm trying to go to more. I'm trying to receive more I want more of God in my life I need more of him in my life man don't get complacent don't ever get complacent you wanting more should lead you to a better prayer life you wanting more should lead you to a better worship life why because you're not satisfied with where you're at you're saying God I need more I want more of what you have for me let's read Psalms 27 do you have it lean into the person next to you this is David writing, King David. Some people believe this is right around the time he's about to kill Goliath. Some people believe it's later on in his life that he writes this psalm. And this is an amazing psalm. It's a psalm of faith. Somebody say psalm of faith. It's a psalm of faith. Here's this says, Psalm 27. We're going to read the whole chapter right here. So listen, if you don't have a Bible, I want you to bring a paper Bible next week. Amen. Going back to the basics. Psalm 27. Verse 1. Oh my gosh, listen to me, listen to me. This whole passage might just break you right here if you just let it, allow it to break you. Amen. Allow it to speak to you. Uh, tonight may just be a glory to glory if you let this work in your life right here, right now. You guys ready for this? Psalm 27. Come on, let's read this together. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? Oh my God. If we just jumped into that right there, I could just preach right there. The Lord is my light. And my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. He's reminding himself. The Lord is the stronghold. He's not one of many foundations. He's my only foundation. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will still stumble and fall. Verse 3. Though an, though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask. You see, if you want something, you'll ask for something. You don't have because you do not ask. You do not receive because you do not want. But man, if 180, 190 young adults wanted more presence in this place tonight, if 100 and 108, if every single young adult in this room lived life wanting more of God, you just ask and you'll see it work. Amen. Verse 4, one thing I ask from the Lord, oh my gosh, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in his shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. This is poetic writing. It's poetic literature. Isn't it beautiful? A lot of analogies. Verse 6, then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. 
At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God, my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. This is for somebody who relied on a person to give them love and they failed you. And now you have trust issues. And now you can't really rely on people. The Bible says, even though my mother and my father forsake me, my brother, my cousin, my best friend, who is supposed to be my best friend for life, when people fail me, God never fails me. Even though my mother and my father, they let me down. God, you'll never let me down. This is a love I've never seen. This is a love I've never encountered. This is a relationship that I have no idea how to sustain because he's too in love with me. Verse 10, though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because my oppressors do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Well, here we go. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Right there where you are. Can you just bow your heads and close your eyes? I'm going to pray for you for the next 20 minutes of tonight. Lord, we love you so much. Lord, you're in this place. Father, we want more of you and nothing less. God, would you challenge us today? Would you speak to us today? Would you start a fire that no devil, no enemy, no situation can put out. I pray your seeds sip deep, sip deep, deep into our hearts. Come on, everybody says. Come on, everybody says. Can somebody shout amen in this place tonight? Come on. I want more. Anybody want more? I want more presence in my life. I want more worship in my life. I need more Holy Spirit in my life. I need more Bible in my life. I need more prayer in my life. I can't get enough to church. I don't know how people don't come to church every week. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I need to be around fellow believers. I need to be lifting in my hands by your spirit. Come on. I will rise. I can't sing, but here we go. I want more of God in my life. I need more presence. I need more peace. Oh, I need more joy. Oh, I need more patience. Oh, Lord, would you give me more kindness? Oh, Lord, I need more revelation. Lord, when I read this Bible, I don't want the words to just smack me, but I want them to go through me. Lord, would you speak to me more? Come on. How many of you guys ever heard the voice of God? Not audible, but still and quiet in your heart. And you hear him speak to you. Maybe it's during the worship. Maybe it's during the sermon. Man, I want more of that. I don't want to go back in my life and turn the pages of when God touched me. I want to be a believer that says, man, every day God's speaking. Every day God's moving. I want more revelation. I need more of God in my life. I want more. Here's my first point tonight. Listen, there is power tucked inside of want. There is power in your want. When you have want on your mind, you make it happen. When you have a want on your mind, you make it happen. Listen, God created you with the power of want. He created you and he made a hole in you that only he can fill, that only he can complete. 
And here's the thing. We try to fill that hole with other things, right? That's why young adults like to do this, and they like to say this, and I cringe, right? I need to go somewhere into a foreign land and find myself. I need to go somewhere. I need to run away. I need to move here. I need to do this. I need to do that to fill a hole that only God could complete. I'm going to end up coming back home more torn up. I'm going to end up coming back home with that hole just a little bit infected because of all the things I've thrown in it. Come on, somebody. There's power tucked inside of your want, and God created you with that. There's power in your want. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you prayed for it? And you prayed for it? And you prayed for it again? Lord, if you just give me her, oh, Lord. Should have bought a Honda, should have bought a Kia. Oh, Lord, look at your servant. Look at me. Your humble servant. Woo. I want her. Give me her, Lord. I will treat her good. I will lead her down the righteous path. I will take care of her, Lord. I will lead her to all truth and righteousness, Lord. Help me. Help me help her. It's for your glory, Lord. It's for your glory. Lord, I want her. You ever wanted something so bad, and then you got it, and then you're the same person. You ever wanted a guy so bad? You ever wanted a guy so bad, like so bad, like, oh, my God, he texted me. No, 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 let's go a little premature in the relationship. Oh, my God, he followed me back. He liked my picture. Oh, my God, that's crazy. No, 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 from three weeks ago. He was scrolling a little bit. He was scroll. He liked what he saw, and he double tapped that thing. Come on! Every time we see him, looking all nice, like, "Oh hey, I didn't even know you were coming." Oh, you're here. It's nine a.m. Why you got a full face of makeup on, girl? What you doing? You ever wanted something so bad? You just got nervous about it when you started talking about it. You just got hyper. Oh my God! I need. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Man, there's power tucked inside of your want. Imagine if you wanted God that way. Imagine if you wanted the things of the Lord that way. Oh, Lord, would you give me more of your love? Oh, Lord, would you give me more of your presence? Oh, Lord, I can't stop thinking about you. I can't stop worshiping you. I can't stop praying. Lord, I need more of your love in my life. Lord, where can I go without your love? Nowhere. Psalms 27, verse 7 and 8. Hear my voice when I call. Hear my voice. When I call, Lord, hear my voice. I want you. So I'm actually doing something about it. I'm calling you. Oh, be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Man, we have to get to that place as believers. To say, hear my voice, Lord, when I call. I need more of you. I want to seek your face, Lord. I need more of you. I am not satisfied with where I'm at. I am not content. I am not comfortable. But, Lord, make me uncomfortable. I need new vision. I need new direction. I need a new word. I'm not running off the word of last season. Lord, your spirit is alive every day in me. Every single day you're speaking to me. And here's the thing. The enemy knows that you have a want 
you want love? You want love? He gives you a cheap version of love. He gives you pornography. When God wants you to love someone, the enemy creates a system where you can love on yourself. You want love? Oh, I'll give you pornography. You'll be addicted. And guess what? You'll feel more empty than when you started. Porn is not helping any marriage. Porn is not helping any relationship. And I pray that your want for God grows stronger than your want for that. The enemy presents things in front of you for you to bite on just to fill that want that God put inside of you. You want love, so you go find love in all the wrong places. You settle for bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship. And you're settling for love that is not authentic, that is not real. It's only based on outer experience. There's no depth in that person. Listen, if you want to find someone to choose to be that person that you marry for the rest of your life, make sure that person loves Jesus. Make sure that person is on point and on track with what God wants. Listen. How can I be a person that wants to be in the house of the Lord and you want to be in a different house? It, it, it will be torn. Our, our children won't know what to do. It's either we're really into God or we're really not. Amen? So, so you want love and he gives you that. So, so you want joy. You got that joy, that, that want of joy. And you know what the enemy presents to you? Money. Success. Can I tell you, I know a lot of successful people that commit suicide. They found, they found a way to fill it. With all the money that filled up that hole, they still ended up empty. And it's like sometimes when the enemy presents you something, you forget about the results of going all the way, right? Like, okay, I'm, it's a lustful relationship. All the way is STDs. All the way is, is, is a broken relationship. All the way is probably leaving the church. All the way is being publicly humiliated. All the way is being publicly exposed. But in the first step, it's just a text message. Right? And the enemy gives you these wants and you're just diving in, you're diving in. And you don't think about, you don't exaggerate the consequences. Right? You kind of just take the want right where it's at. Joy, he has something for you. Enemy has something for you. Love, he has something for you. Peace, you want peace? Take this drug. Take this. Oh, you want to feel easy? Try this. Oh, you want to feel low? Try this. And he's filling your wants with things that will only leave you more empty, that will only leave you more broke, that will only leave you more into sin and away from God. You want glory and power, right? We, 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 humans, listen to me. You have a God that created the universe. He is huge. He's humongous. He is all-powerful and he's glorious. Watch me. You were designed to love that God. You were created to fall in love with that God of the universe. Amen? And, and, and when you don't know him and his existence, what do you do? You seek for power on earth. You seek for glory on earth. You seek for big, beautiful, massive things and we worship them. And we give them all of our intention, right? And, and sometimes the biggest thing that you celebrate is yourself. When God has created you to worship him, to focus on him, and to love him, there's a world staring at themselves. It's a world focusing on themselves, building their own glory, building their own power, building their own empire, building their own fame. Listen, all those things will fade. All those things will die away. But one thing will remain, and that is Jesus Christ and his kingdom. That will never fall away. That will never go away. My next point, listen, your wants will lead you to action. And if you want something bad enough, you'll go get it. Those things, those negative things in your life that you want, man, if you want it, you'll get it. 
Can I tell you it's the same way in the spiritual sense? Man, you want love? You want God's Holy Spirit to reign on you? on you for every day of your life. Man, if you want it enough, you'll take action to it and you'll see it come alive in your life. If you want more peace in your life, Lord, I need peace. I believe the Holy Spirit will come to you in your moment of need, in your times of desperation. The, the, the comforter, Jesus calls him. Come on, the, the one, the wonderful counselor will come to you and help you and be with you. Your wants lead you to action. And, and isn't it funny? We, we come to church and we, we, do, we play church games. We play Jesus. We learned last week we can't treat God like a Coke machine, right? I put the quarters in and get my blessing. I put the quarters in and get my miracle. No, no, no. I, I'm, more, I'm more concerned about God than, than the gifts of God. I'm more concerned about who he is and what he could do for me, right? And, and your want for God will lead you to action. That's why we have people every week say yes to Jesus. Come on. Hands go up every single week and they say yes to Jesus. That's why we have people coming to next steps on a Saturday morning. You could have been sleeping in. You could have been watching TV. You could have been home. You could have been comfortable in your bed. But you took a Saturday to be at church, to connect into the life of the church, to be a member of New Birth, to say this is my house, to say this is where I'm going to plant myself, right? What you want will lead to action, right? I want to be a person of the word. Then you got to go buy a Bible. If you don't buy a Bible, that means you're not a person that you want to be in the Word. You're all talk and no walk. I want to be a person that is all in the presence of God, but you're not creating environments to be in the presence of God. If you really wanted, you would make it happen. If you really wanted God, you would take action. If you really wanted to break free, you would take action. If you really wanted Jesus, you'll move forward. If you really wanted it, you'll move to it. We're waiting for stuff to happen when our want is supposed to take us there. We're waiting for God to reach to us when God's like, I already did. I sent you Jesus. All you must do is confess and believe and move into more. Your want leads you to action. Psalms 27, verse 4 and 5, look on the screens. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek. This is right here, focus. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Oh, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek. I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. How many of you guys love the house of the Lord? How many of you guys love the presence of God? And it's not a prayer. God, I want you so much. I want to be here forever. I don't want to walk and you're not with me. I don't want to be in an area that you're not influencing me. I don't want to be in a moment that your presence is not with me. I want you so much, Lord, that I'm willing to be in the house. When you're in the house, when you're moving, I want to follow you. Where you're pointing me, where you're leading me, I want to go because I want this. Because I want you, I'm going to take action steps. You see, in the Bible, you see all the time, you see something called childlike faith. Childlike faith. And how, how, many, guys, how, how many guys have, like little, like, little cousins, like little brothers and sisters, probably, like, under, like, six? Anybody? Anybody you ever play with them? They're awesome. Here's the thing about little kids, man. Sounds kind of negative, right? Here's the thing about little kids. <laughs> Tough crowd. Here's the thing. So, I got two baby cousins, right? Here's th their favorite word is more. Anybody else? Their favorite. I, I want more. I want more. You pick them up. You throw them. More. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm getting a little tired there. <laughs> My back is kind of hurt. Set up tear down. Ugh right? More, more, 
more, more. And Jesus says, listen, to get into, the, to get into heaven, right? To, to, to move into my kingdom for eternity, you need to have faith like a child. You need to say, God, I want nothing else but my dad. I want nothing else. And I want more of my dad. And I want more of God. And I want more of his plan. Listen, there's a trust that children have. You ever seen people like children trust their parents? Right? I, I got a baby cousin. She's at a soccer game. Huge stadium, right? And my uncle looks at her. She's like, I gotta go potty. She's like three. I gotta go potty. I gotta go potty, right? And he's like, all right, go to the bathroom. He tested her, go to the bathroom. She's like, okay, stay right here, though. He's like, all right, go. She's like, he's like, go, go. Homegirl says, okay, I can go? He's like, go. He's like, okay, stay right here. And she gets out of the room. Excuse me. Walks out her She walks up all the steps. He's watching her. She didn't look back once. Up the steps, into the hall, like the tunnel. He walks in the tunnel, goes out to, he's like, what the? He goes running. He chases after her. She's walking. She finds the bathroom. He's like, what the heck? And this is just funny. Like, children trust their parents, right? Because you told me to go, I'll go, right? I trust you got me. I'll trust that it all be okay. I know where I'm at. I know who these people are. But my daddy told me to go. My daddy said I could move. My daddy told me to go. You want to touch me? You don't know my daddy. You want to hurt me? You don't know who my daddy is? Man, we got to have faith like a child. We got to say, God, I want you and all of you. I want more. Send me where you want me to go. I'll walk unafraid and unashamed. He's my foundation, David says. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? Who shall intimidate me? If God is for us, who can be against us? Man, you got to have faith like a child. Psalms 116, 6 through 9 says it clearly. It says, the Lord protects those of childlike faith. He's protecting you. He's over you. This is what David says. I was facing death and he saved me. He let my soul be at rest again for the Lord, keep it there, has been good to me. Come on, I was facing death. I was facing addiction. I was facing a situation that should have killed me. I was in an area that should have drowned me out. I was in an area that should have destroyed me. I was in a destructive relationship. I was in a terrible relationship. I was in a terrible moment. I was in rock bottom. I was contemplating suicide. I was depressed. I wasn't accepted. I wasn't loved. But man, but when I came into the house of the Lord and I experienced his love, man, I started to have this childlike faith that I could say I was once facing death, but then God saved me and to have a seat in heaven let my soul be at rest again for the Lord has been good to me and God wants childlike faith God wants childlike faith God wants you to wake up every day and say God I want more I want you God I want you here's the thing you know why I gave you you know why God gave you a want you know why God gave you a want God gave you a want because he wants you. I'm not going to be in a relationship where it's not, you're not going to match me. God wants you, so he created you like him in the image of the son. You have what God has for you, the power of want. And can I tell you, he's watching your every step. He's watching your every move. I got a text message today from one of my homies. And he texted me. He's like, dude, I need God. I'm like, dude, pray right there where you're at. Where are you? In your car? Got to meet you right there. Because he wants you. He's after you. 
He loves you so much. Man, you know, you know what I want you to feel tonight? I want you to feel that God wants you. That God is proud of you. That God loves you. Man, you made it here tonight not by coincidence, not by chance. God wanted you to be here. It's just so he could start this want for you. Come on, he loves you. God created you like him. He wants you. He wants your attention. And, and you, you got to make a decision. Are you going to want God and everything that comes with him? Are you going to are you going to settle for things that only fill you for a moment? But they'll lead you dead. They will lead you destructive. They will lead you mad. These things will bring anger to your life. These things will bring impatience. These things will bring sorrow. Man, I, I hope we have a church tonight that says, I want more of God. Anybody in here? I want more of God. I'm going to read to you one last verse. Verse 13 and 14. It says, I remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Verse 14, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. I will wait. Listen, so what happens when you want something and, it doesn't, and it's, not, it's not coming your way? What happens when you want something and it doesn't happen immediately, right? The American in you says, walk away from it, right? If it's not happening right away, the microwave is broken. If it's not happening right away, the car is broken. If it's not happening right away, he doesn't love me. She doesn't love me. That's the American in you where everything's really fast, right? If it's not loading quick enough, the Wi-Fi is broken, right? If it's not happening fast enough, then that means there's something wrong with it. And you come to Christ and you say, wow, I want something. It's not happening. So God, are you real? I want something. Is that happening? So God, are you working? I want something. But then you read verses like this where it says, listen, be confident in this. You will see the goodness of the Lord. But what you need to do right now is wait, be strong, take heart, and wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. Be strong, take heart, and wait for the Lord. It's my last point tonight. Listen, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Can I tell you there's beauty in the waiting? There is beauty in the waiting. Just because you do not have it doesn't mean he doesn't love you. I heard a pastor say this one. Listen, God's delay is not God's denial. Just because you're waiting doesn't mean he stopped. Just because you're waiting doesn't mean he's not working. It's just not the right timing. And listen, God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Man, if God says a no, I promise you that no is a yes to your growth. I promise you that no is a yes to your purpose. When, you, when God tells you, you know it's not because he hates you it's because he loves you and sometimes you got to tell a child listen no if you keep walking you'll get hurt no if you touch the stove you will be burned no don't do it not because I hate you not because I want to control you but because I want to give you freedom because I want you to live whole and complete and healed and God says listen my answer isn't always yes sometimes it's a no but do you want me but do you want me? But do you want me? You're not going to get it right away, but do you want me? Do you want me? Do you want me? Do you want me? I can't wait to have children. Anybody else? Can't wait. I got to get married first. So that's coming too. Anyways. Oh. I wasn't meaning to be cute, but hello. Well, Diana, how you doing, Shawty? How you doing? <laughs> I want you. <laughs> I'm playing. Not playing. I want children one day. You know what's my favorite game I'm going to play with them? 
I don't play hide and seek with my children. Let me just run away. <laughs> Have them searching for me all day. Dad! I'm like outside. Look at this. Look at she's so cute. Why do we love hide and seek? I love playing hide and seek with children. Because they want me. Because they want me. And God delays and God hides because he wants you to want him. He wants you to seek after him. He says it. David says it. I seek your face, Lord. I seek. I want to dwell in your house forever. Theologians believe in this moment, David felt like God was hiding from him. Just because God's hiding doesn't mean he's not existing. It means he wants, he wants to find you in a new room. He wants to find you in a new place. He wants to show you who he really is. May God want you to want him. The hours you spend on Netflix, the show is awesome. And that's the hours you can spend with Jesus. The hours you spend listening to that music is awesome. It's great. I love it too. But man, I got to listen to some music that glorifies God. God, as much as I want good sounds, Lord, I want good presence. As much as we spend time in parties and different things, and man, we're not sitting in these parties, hello, right? We're being light and darkness, but as much as we like being around people, man, I like being around Jesus. Because God, I know you want me, and guess what, God, I want you to. Man, your want will sustain you. Man, does anybody feel the love of the Father in this place? He's telling you, I want you. He's telling you, I want you. I don't know if anyone's told you they want you, but God tonight says from this microphone to your heart, I want you. I love you. I yearn for your attention. When you wake up, I'm there by your side. I want you to talk to me. When you're going through your worst moments, that's when God is the best Savior. When you're going through the, the point of your life where you're just the most broken, God's like, I want to show you the most love. I want you. I love you. A love you've never seen before. I, you can walk away from me ten times, and my door is open one more time for you. You'll fall seven times, but you're righteous when you stand back up again. I want you. I want you. Man, God says he wants you. Man, can you just lift your hands and respond to God tonight and say, God, I want you to. God, I want you to. Man, don't miss this moment. Don't miss this beautiful moment of honesty to God. Come on, would you begin to tell God you love him? Would you begin to tell God you want him? God, you're the apple in my eye. You're all I want. You're all I need. I dedicate myself to you. Lord, I give it all to you. Lord, I want you so much. Lord, I know my actions haven't displayed it. I know my lifestyle is saying the opposite. But Lord, look deep into my heart. I want you. I love you. You're everything to me. I would be nothing without you. I want you. I love you. Oh God, I love you. Oh God, I love you. I want you to come on, take two more minutes to tell God you want him and you love him. How long has it been since you told God you love him? How long has it been since you told God, Lord, you're everything to me? God, I want more of you. In the good and in the bad, I want more of you. Oh, Jesus, you're in this place. Oh, for the love of the Father in this room, can you feel it right now, right where you're sitting? Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. He's telling you he loves you. He's telling you he loves you. He's telling you he loves you. Come on, tell God you love him. I want to hear your voices begin to speak up a little louder. Come on, I need to hear a little bit more worship in this place. 
Would you begin to tell God you love him? Lord, I love you. I want you. There is a power inside of me that is called want. And Lord, I will use this power for your glory. I will turn my attention to you. I will fix my eyes on the one who loves me, on the one who saves me. I will turn my heart to you. I've been walking one way and right here, right now, I commit to wanting you like never before. Oh my God, the glory that's about to fall in your life. Oh my God, the blessings that are about to overpour in your life that you will not be able to contain it you will not be able to hold it God's presence will blow you away God's love will blast you away